Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Derek Fury with us. He is an American automotive YouTuber. He owns and operates a YouTube show demonstrating budget builds, vehicle rescues, and tips and tricks for automotive restoration. The Vice Grip Garage YouTube channel has amassed 250 million views and over 1.2 million subscribers so far. And we're excited to have him on. So welcome yes. to the show. Welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having <laughs> me. I appreciate it. Now, I always like to start the show out the kind of same way. This last two years have been rough for a lot of people. So how have has COVID affected everything you do and what have you done to maneuver through this? Well, that's a really good question. So thankfully for me, uh, we have a, a very small team. It's just a family run business. So that didn't really change. And I also work alone out in the field when I do a lot of these, uh, we call them rescues or revivals where I'm pulling yeah. these trees out of swamps or tree rows or whatever. And it, it was kind of a, silver lining situation for us because there were so many folks that were unfortunately just you know stuck at home they were out of their normal routines and mm -hmm. they were looking for things to do or content to watch so we really went into overdrive as far as production for us and um just tried to put out as much as we could so people at home can be entertained and have a laugh and learn something and so it, it didn't really uh, it was a blessing. It didn't really affect us too bad, thankfully, other than, you know, flights and things like that. And uh, when we did travel for shows. I love that. You know, that's like for us, you know, we started this show January of 2020. Thinking our original plan was maybe 100 interviews that first year. And then as everything started getting shut down, because our show actually was originally just a country music interview show. That's the roots of the show. But COVID yeah. kind of made yeah. us expand to all of entertainment from YouTube people like you to CEOs to artists, actors, and all yes. that. Um, but I remember watching everything get shut down. I was like, I was like, you know, we can't change this, but you know what? We can give a voice to all the people that in the entertainment industry that need that voice. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews that first year, and we're over 500 now. Yeah, that's that's really impressive. I understand the. The commitment and the work on the back end just to organize and do that so uh good on you guys and and like i say if you can offer any entertainment right now i think that's the way to go so you guys <laughs> and you get a lot of entertainment yes yeah. <clears throat> so um you know a lot of people would ask when did you know you kind of wanted to be a mechanic and all of that but i like to go deeper than that when did it click that not just the entertainment world but being what you do could be a career for you you know, that really happened, I would say, probably, well, when I started the channel, I, I guess that would be oh wow, uh, th three and a half years ago, something like that. I think this coming September will be four years. Uh, but I just, I never really watched YouTube other than for music every now and then. And I started watching these shows and I was kind of enamored, like, well, wait a minute, I've been doing that for 20 years, you know, I'm like, yeah. well... Maybe I'll give it a shot. So uh, it all started with uh, a 69 Camaro. We put an engine and transmission in it. And I, I remember like it was yesterday, I taped a broken iPhone to my garage door and just uh, uh. went to work and did what I normally did. And, and uh, sure enough, wow. it, it took off, yeah. you know. And that's like us, you know. Right now, our studio is in a, in a little room in our house, and it's just yes. a, it's just a laptop and a cell phone, and that's it right now. Makeshift. <laughs> right yeah. now. 
if and it works, screen. it works, right? And a green screen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so what's been the most surprising to you since you've been this YouTube star, so to speak? You know, um, you know, I, first I would like to say I, I don't necessarily call myself a star or famous. I'm, I'm <laughs> just a, I'm just a guy. I'm a yeah. regular guy. Yeah. I'm just a family guy. Uh, but what's been most surprising and just it, it's almost numbing in a sense that I, I don't even know how to react or, or yeah. talk mm -hmm. to folks that come up and say, you know, you saved my life or you changed my life or you got me through wow. these huge life events or circumstances. And, you know, grown men hugging me and crying and just saying, you have no idea how you've blessed my family. And it's just it just blows me away. It leaves me speechless. And, you know, again, I just feel blessed that uh, the channel has, in a sense, created such a fantastic community of people. I mean, the people that watch Bicecript Garage are some of the most kind-hearted, nice folks from all over the world. Um, and it's really cool that, you know, the show can reach that many people. And and I'm blessed to meet them at events and things like that. And I see some folks, you know, commenting right now that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, those are the, the people that watch the show. So that's the most surprising to me is just um, how how there's so many great people out there. And you don't necessarily have to look hard to find them. You just have to be open and, and nice and sincere and they'll be there. Oh, that's yeah, great. yeah, that's like I remember when we first launched this show. Um, I talked with a friend of mine from Nashville and I asked him some advice and I'll never forget because you're talking about be yourself. He says, whatever you do, be and stay authentic from the beginning. He says, he says, yep. you may be able to tell every Bobby Bones joke, every Ty Bentley joke. He says, and you might be good at it. And he says, you might create a following, but the day will come when authentic Chris comes out. And when that day comes, you're going to lose everybody you're following because they were never attracted to you. So if you start and be that way from the beginning, you may grow slower, but you'll grow with the right people. That's a that's a really good point. And I get asked a lot from people and I'm glad that I inspire them to also create channels or, or take whatever professional endeavors they're doing in their life. Mm -hmm. And that's the best thing. I, the advice I give them is just stay true, be yourself. And make sure it's something you enjoy, you know. And if you were to go way back and watch my very first episode, it was so awkward because <laughs> I was, you know, I was, now we're going to do this over here. And, and it wasn't me, you know. So yeah. I, I told the wife, I said, baloney with that. The next oh, wow. time I do something, it's going to be me because I am who mm -hmm. I am. And that's just the way it is. And like you say, I didn't want to get painted into a corner where five years from now, they'd be like, well, I met Derek and he's completely different feller than <laughs> what he is on the TV, you know? So it, it, it's just, you got to be who you are. That's all there is. To and, and talking about mess ups. I remember um, <clears throat> we started this show out as just audio um, because she was never going to be on video, but yet no. here she is. And, and I remember last, I mean, October of 2020, um, she come to me and you think she was like, do you think our show would do better video? And I was like, yeah. And she goes, well, let's do it. So we've been doing video ever since. And I remember making our very first video. I was like, I wanted to be a 
game changing one. Oh yeah, as you said, um, it's to so, be somebody, everybody. So we actually found mm-hmm. one that said yes. Um, Allie Brooke, which she was part of Fifth Harmony mm-hmm. back in the day, and she was huge in the in, in entertainment world. And I remember um, that was her first. And we were like, great, this is what, well, we start the show out. First off, you could, we didn't have this. You could see the full green screen. So all you see was a green screen in, yes. in our back. And, and, and I was half off. And she was half off the right. screen. We didn't, I, we didn't pay attention right. to yeah, that. that. We, um, no mic then. No mic, no nothing. Um, so many issues were happening the way I logged this in. And so she kept getting bumped out. It's like, but she was so gracious. She'd come back in. She'd freeze. Oh, she was very gracious. I mean, it was just yeah. bad. You know, and when I'm like, that I was like <laughs> our worst quality video we've ever done because it was the first one. And I remember but, thinking in the middle of it, oh, I should have played with this a little more before we went live with a big person. To do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think if you're end of day, if you're just sincere and you're, you know, you're who you are and, and you just accept, hey, this is a little bumpy, you know, I, I have videos that are rough, but. The fans are like, well, it'll be better next week, maybe, or it is what it is, or they just yeah. get a laugh out of it, you know. So, uh, <laughs> exactly. but but it is fun to see the progression, you know. Even our, st- I didn't even know what 4K was when I started, or 1080, <laughs> yeah. you know. And it's like as right. I'm going, people are like, "Can you not shake the camera so much? I'm getting seasick." Watching the video. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> Now, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do and all the YouTubers do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to reach top levels. And I always like to talk about that side of it because, you know, a lot of people, they kind of glamorize this. But before someone steps in, I always like people to know there is work. And if you're not willing to do the work, you're not going to get nowhere. And that don't matter. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. It don't have to be YouTube. It could be with any career. So tell us a little bit about the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to even get to where you are today. Yeah. um, That's a big common, uh, uh, you know, misconception is I still have friends that are like, wow, it must be nice to work four days a week and 30 hours a week. And I'm like, I do that in two days, you know, day and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, Full-time YouTubing for me, we learn, we work uh, seven days a week, 364 days a year. We take Christmas off and, and that's it. There's a lot of meals in the shop. There's more meals on the road than I care to admit. Um, it is a tremendous amount of work. And <coughs> excuse me, right now I do between 100 and 130 hours a week. Wow. And that's oh, wow. pretty typical yeah. for me. Um, have made a tremendous amount of friends along the way, have lost a few good ones because I just, I don't have personal time anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I pour that all into the channel, so to speak. But, <coughs> excuse me, you know, if you have a dream, you got to chase it because it's not going to chase you and the day. You, you <laughs> have true. to go get it. Like right? the Cody Johnson song. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when that song come out, I was like, that's going to go number one. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. it yeah. Because again, song. it's so much truth in it because, you know, like we, we were talking before the show, my dad passing away March 1st. And, you know, we, it was kind of expected, but not everybody has that where it's kind of expected. You know, my mom passed away unexpected. Her dad passed away unexpected. You just don't know when that last moment, when's that last time you're going to get to talk to your mom, you talk to your dad, talk to your best friend, talk to your kids. You know, you just don't know. Right. right. Yeah. And we, we do the best we can to involve our children as much as possible. 
um, you know, unless and it's going to deter from their education or something like that. But and, and you know, because <laughs> like, you'll you'll hear from our ten year old in a little while because he always asks three questions. Um, oh yes, he's on every he's show. He's on almost every right show. Right along with us. Yeah. Nice. That's very him. cool. Yeah. So we spoke a little bit about some of the sacrifices you've made. Let's flip the script and go the other way. What are a few wow moments you've had now? Um, I think, <coughs> goodness, I just mowed the yard and my allergies are. Uh, we know the allergies. Woo. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd say it's the opportunities, just being able to walk up and meet people that, you know, I grew up absolutely admiring and they're like, Hey, watch a show. It's great stuff. And you're just like, you know, wow. You know, I've been watching you for 15 years and wow. being able to go to a lot of these shows and conventions and being asked to speak to, you know, um, colleges and graduate classes and, and motivational speak. And it's just, mind-blowing that people would look at what I'm doing and say that guy in, in a sense has it figured out when I really don't it's just controlled chaos I just <laughs> I just I just do what I like to do and I I just try to make the best of every day and like I say I I have a goal and I have a dream and I'm going after it and a lot of that is and it's repetitive but just trying to get folks like yourself you understand if we don't get our younger generation involved or show them opportunities or try to teach them legacy or hear some options in life and give them the tools and education to be successful, whatever we're passionate in is going to die, whatever that is, you know, and for me, that's, that's automotive and classic cars and things like that. So um, there's a question just, what's just, your favorite car you have? Oh, that's a good one. So, I would probably say that's my father's uh, 56 Buick Special two-door. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. That's Speaking of cars, favorite. what do you think of Jay Leno's collection? Oh, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I tried to watch uh, some of his show when I have some, you know, free time. I get through a <laughs> bunch of them, but he he is has such an a, artistic sense of like his collection is so unique everything from steam power mm -hmm. to you know some of the first ev vehicles to you know british and european and uh it's a really impressive collection uh it's on my bucket list to hopefully someday get in that place and check it out uh, yeah love that yeah because again you know when you watch stuff like that you know speaking of that what you know who are some of your um, people you look up to within the YouTube or show industry do do what you do that you would love to collaborate with? That'd be interesting. You know, <clears throat> I was fortunate enough to already do it, and that would be uh, David Freiberger um, from Roadkill, but he's been with Hot Rod Magazine for 30-plus years. He's an excellent writer and publicator, and um, he, he also has a very genuine on-screen talent he is who he is and the talent that that guy has is just mind-boggling i mean he can rattle off stuff that i would have to search a year to find he just knows it off the top of his head so i've had the pleasure of hanging out with him a few times and we did a oh, couple wow. collaborations yeah. and it was a lot of fun 
<laughs> Definitely love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> you know, what are, you know, a lot of people see you, but they don't see any teams behind you. And I know your wife is one of them, but what, you know, take a few moments to tell us about the team that kind of helps you be who you are. Um, you know, again, today we're, we're, I guess, in a sense, uh, fortunate enough to just be a family operation. We're getting to the point where we're going to need some more help. But um, <clears throat> other than our merchandise, we have a team of folks that handle that and they do an excellent job for us as far as, um, you know, we make all of our project, our, excuse me, products right in Sturgis, South Dakota, and we ship mm -hmm. them out of there. Wow. Um, so they handle all of that for us. But I mean, as far as, you know, finding the vehicles, ordering parts, working on them, filming, editing, producing, uploading, um, all that is my wife and I and, and the kids helping where they can. And, and that's why it's, you know, so many hours is a lot of people don't realize that, you know, 35 minute video for me is three weeks of work, you know, wow. rolled into and condensed into this uh, one video. And we don't want to change that because we, we just think that that's, you know, kind of been a key element in the success of our channel. So we're not going to yeah. straight away from it, you know. I definitely love that. You know, speaking of teams, we have a third co-host. Yes, we do. As we mentioned. 10-year-old, and so yeah. going to get him. His name's Christopher. I'll get him. And, and, okay. when we, and we've got a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show, too, because like you, like you, we keep this a family affair. That's great. That's awesome. <clears throat> so she's learning the ropes, huh? Yep. And But so while we're waiting on him to come, what's kind of next for you, you feel? <clears throat> you know, um, we're hoping to just uh, get in more of a uh, productive groove. We're, we're finishing up with a move that started months and months ago. Mm -hmm. um, but we're, we're just trying to get our shop in order to where we can uh, make more consistent, high quality uh, videos on a weekly basis. We're kind of bouncing around right now because it, it really is in disarray in the back. So. We're going to be focusing a lot more on our internal operations and try to spend some more time on the business instead of being so in the business. And um, that's our big summer project this year is, you know, behind the scenes is add on to the shop, you know, get some better tools, get some more organizational things like cabinets and, and things mm -hmm. like that. And then hopefully that shows on the production side. Awesome. Hi, Derek. So was it very food? How are you doing? Christopher, right? Yes, I'm doing good. So what's your favorite food? Favorite food? Let's see. That's a tough one. <laughs> I can eat I can eat about anything, but I would say if you could put any sort of meat and taters on my plate, I'm happy. So beef, chicken, baked potato, mashed potatoes, don't matter. I'll be happy with that. Because what's yours? My favorite food's pizza. Oh, pizza's a good one. That's a good. You like stuffed crust or regular crust? Uh, you like both, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> it's good to have a mix. Yes. Yep. <laughs> okay, so what's your TV show and movie? TV show and movie. Wow. Um, I don't, you know, it's kind of ironic, but I don't really watch TV. Uh, I, I would say the, the one show that I got sucked into years ago was called The Office uh, with Steve Carell. I thought that was a pretty funny TV show. 
Uh, movie is hands down Days of Thunder. Have you seen that yet? haven't seen that yet that's a good we movie. have but you haven't we have, hmm. you need to watch it yeah, yeah. That, that's a good movie night right there get some popcorn and watch days of thunder because <laughs> what's yours my favorite teacher is SpongeBob, and my favorite movie is dominions dominions i think i've seen that yet kids might have i'm not sure yeah, yeah hmm. they're a little cute these cute little things and i tell you they, they built a strong brand because even our three-year-old if we're in the mall and there's a minion in the store she takes she's like we got to go over there yeah <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Bye. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Nice meeting you. Yeah, he's been on almost every episode and all that. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So let's go back a little bit. Um, tell us a little brief of your story of what got you here before the show. You know, um, in terms of like my mechanical aptitude, I guess we can kind of go that direction. I didn't go to school for it. I didn't have any desire to go to school to be an ASE certified mechanic or anything like that. Um, you know, like I kind of explained earlier, it's just a trait and a skill that I, I just picked up over the years and I just happened to be um, pretty decent at it. But I had a career, uh, you know, in, in terms of like it was mostly management, C-level stuff, vice president, president, or yeah. Yeah. owner of a, several companies. And I was good at it. I was very good at it. Um, and the reason I was different is just I focused on the people and not the product or the processes. Yeah. And if you mm -hmm. treat people right, you know the result of that. But end of the day, I, I wasn't happy with what I was doing. And that's when you know it clicked. Like I just need to do what's fun for me. And what I feel is rewarding, and that's saving classic cars. And that's where a few years ago I just said, I'm, I'm hanging up the suit jacket, I'm putting on my flannel, and, and the world's going to see the real me because I'm tired of scrubbing my fingernails at 2 a.m. and, you know, shaving every night to get ready to go to the board meeting the next day because I knew that evening I was going to be back out in the garage getting dirty, doing what I like, you know. So somebody has a question there. Uh, do you always have a backup for those road trips in those clunkers? <laughs> so very good question. And it's a commonly asked one. Um, short answer is no, I do not now. However, there are some, some cases, my wife and kids are with me. So if we like go mm -hmm. back to the farm in North Dakota, well, we're already there for the 4th of July or something. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll get a car running and drive it home. Well, yeah, they're, they're, following me but it's not like we have you know a tow truck and unlimited right. parts or anything mm -hmm. like that but i would say 95 percent of the time it's just me and a toolkit and wishful thinking and we just go and hit it hard and hope that i can get home <laughs> mm -hmm. and we got another question for you yes thanks for the recommendation of black velvet what other products do you use regularly that you'd recommend? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, <clears throat> one one thing I could say is that is still pretty unique about Vicegrip Garage is <clears throat> there are a lot of products that I show on the channel and I show them because I actually use them and they're functional and I enjoy them, not because they're a paid advertisement or anything like that. So um, an example would be like the Berryman line of products. They've never paid me a penny 
but wow. I use wow. them religiously and yeah. I have no problem supporting other companies that, you know, I believe in their product and I use it. Um, so that's, that's one thing I think, you know, viewers are catching on to is if I do a commercial or I use a product, I legitimately use it. I, I'm not there to, to make a sale or try to convince something to someone to use something that I don't because mm -hmm. I just, I'm not that understand that. Got to be authentic. Yes, That's funny. Casey that said that they're amazed that they hear that you had an office gig and makes them wonder how many of their coworkers may be having wrenching outside of their places. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, some people just get rabbit holed into careers that, you know, they might be excellent at, but at the end of the day, it's just not what they want to do. And, mm -hmm. and I was at a point where, you know, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And I said, if I'm going to make this dive, I've got to do it time. now. And I think a lot of times what happens too is, you know, parents have this idea that you got to be this doctor, this lawyer, this whatever. And, and, you know, like I've got friends of mine that have been in their careers for say 15 years, 20 years, and you sit down with them and they're just miserable. And, and you're like, you know, well, why are you so miserable? You know, you got this, you got this great family, you got great, um, lifestyle and you got this great career and they're like well the career is the problem like what do you mean it's the problem you went to six and eight years of schooling for that they're like mm -hmm. well it wasn't for me it's like my guidance counselor my parents my friends whoever said what i wanted to do couldn't work and they all said you need to do this because this is what you're good you do you are good this way and that's where the money's at but they're completely miserable now right and you hit the nail on the head and you know, that's how we're raising our kids is every night when we tuck them in, we ask them what their favorite thing was for the day and what they want to be tomorrow. Oh, it's wow. not, it's not, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's yeah. what, what do you want to be? Cause it might change. It's an archeologist. It's an astronaut. Oh, it's a I football like player. It's, mm -hmm. And we say, cool. How can we help? How can we support you? And all of our kids are different, but you know, it, again, we're blessed to have a platform to show other parents that, everyone's different and we don't need to like to your point you know hound kids to have those what we perceive as successful jobs because exactly. there are folks exactly. making a tremendous living working with their hands you know mm -hmm. getting yeah. dirty or just doing what they love whether it's art or painting or or whatever it may be um it's not kind of those perceived successful jobs so yeah um, mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, and if somebody asked, you got any future plans for the West Coast to be closer to the West Coast? Yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to do a couple of revivals out there this summer. And um, I'd also like to go to the LS Fest West. Uh, we don't ha officially have it on our schedule yet, but we do realize we do a lot of events in the Midwest and uh, Southeast. So we definitely want to get to the West Coast as soon as possible and, and meet as many folks as we can out there. So hopefully we can uh, uh, update our schedule soon at vicegripgarage.com there. You can follow all of the events that we're, we're signed up for. And they asked about how the tickets for driving on interstate and in, in in death, death trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I don't show, yes, I have been pulled over. Um, where a lot of folks have probably used that moment as a, as a, you know, clickbait or a publicity thing or, or turn it into a big deal that it's not. Um, I'm just one of those folks that 
I'm not going to record officers and conversations and, and all of that stuff. I, I just go along with what it is. Um, yes, I've had to park vehicles. I've had numerous mm -hmm. tickets, numerous wow. tickets. Uh, yeah. um, I just, you know, I pay them. I understand why I'm getting them, uh, but it's nothing that we we record and, and show on TV or anything like that. Yeah. You know, somebody asked, do you have any plans of other people doing your video and editing work? You know, uh, it has occurred to us that, you know, for myself, I could save a tremendous amount of time if, if other people um, edit for me. But mm -hmm. it's such a th that's almost the most rewarding part is kind of seeing it come to oh, fruition wow. and, yeah. and molding it and sculpting it. Because as you have these moments and you're videoing it and, you, you know, it's like a key marker, like, hey, I remembered I banged my head off the hood there and I dropped this wrench and I did this. <laughs> yeah. So you start making That's all these true. notes. Like when I edit, I've got to make sure that, you know, cause I, I want people to see the real deal. It's not watered down or whatever. I have frustrating mm -hmm. moments. That makes I a lot of cuts and scrapes. And yeah. And I'm just afraid that the show will lose some of its glamor because the editing style oh, I have yeah. is very novice kind of, it's rough and kind of just put together mm -hmm. and choppy and I don't want to lose that. And I'm afraid if I give it to a professional company, it'll become too well-rounded and just not feel the same in the end. Uh, but get that. Mm -hmm. I definitely, yeah. know, again, you don't want to lose what made you great in this arena. Yeah. Because again, if, if all love. of a sudden you're polished, you may lose a lot of your fans because, Oh yeah. Now he thinks he's um, all that. And, all that. and it's not, you're still that this real person. Mm -hmm. And you see that right. all the time to where as people grow up in, whether they're an artist, an actor or whatever, and all of a sudden they get to a certain point and you're like, you know, they've changed a little and, and it's, and and sometimes they don't even realize it. Right, right. So we're going to, you know, we, we may end up, you know, letting go of some of the editing at some point if someone can mm -hmm. really duplicate kind of my style. But I could say, you know, me using a, you know, this cell phone right here and just some mm -hmm. GoPros and just keep it simple. Uh, I don't think that's ever going to go anywhere on the Vicegrip Garage channel. Love that. So somebody asked about they have struggled to work on their projects with work and wife and young kids. Any advice for them? Yeah. You know, first of all, focus on your family first. So, you know, um, be supportive to your family, your wife, your kids, make sure that they're taken care of and, and you're doing whatever you can in their daily lives to be a part of it. But try to find unique ways to get them involved as well when my kids were younger you know i would give them a wet rag and say hey you want to polish the car well they weren't polishing anything they were just yeah. rubbing a wet rag on the car but i got to spend hours in the garage with my kids having fun wow. while i was mm -hmm. also working on the vehicle and then you know jessica would well maybe i'll just you know grill some burgers tonight and we'll <laughs> have a couple salads and just hang oh. out in the garage you know yeah. so just Try to find a way to get everyone involved where they're enjoying it, having fun. And I think you'll find that you're able to spend more and more time doing the things that you enjoy. And be sure to voice that this is my hobby. This is what I enjoy doing. This is, mm -hmm. you know, my therapy or time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, yes, exactly. And you might get a tremendous amount of support back from your significant other. And 
they might jump right in with you, you know. That's like with us, mm-hmm. you know, you know, for years and years, she followed me on any project I wanted to do. And then came to point in 2013, she loves a songwriting. I was like, you know what? Let's songwrite together. You always follow me. We follow, let's, let's follow that dream a little bit. And we did a little bit of that, which led to interviewing artists, which eventually led to shutting that down, which then led to opening back up <laughs> yeah. in 2018, which then led to this show. So, you know, so, and now we're do, do all this together with the family. And so you're so right. You know, if you can find ways to create, because there, there are ways where no matter what people's passions are, that you can kind of combine them. Yeah. You can to work make it something in. Mm-hmm. like she oh, loves absolutely. music and entertainment. And I love the talk. So I told her when we launched this show, I was like, well, you, you, you love the music and entertainment and all that. And I love to talk. Yeah. We make a great team. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and here it, we are 500 interviews later. Yeah. That's great. <clears throat> um, so oh, somebody yes. was asking about, are you going to be doing restored again? Oh yeah. That, that's a wonderful family down in Texas there. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, you know, nothing is officially scheduled, but I'm always open to work with those folks. They're, they're some of the kindest, sweetest uh, people out there. And I've got a pick up I bought from them probably coming up on a year or still sitting out in their field there. So uh, you will see them again soon. As soon as I go, uh, pick up that truck and, and we'll have fun with it, I'm sure. Yeah, so what are some sources of inspiration for you, things that inspire you? You know, I I would say, well, there's a lot of things that inspire me, but I always try to just look for the good, positive things in life, you know, and just and when I see someone else being kind, it makes me want to be a better person. When I uh, you know, think of our military and I see a lot of military folks in the comments here, oh, you know, yes. it just makes mm-hmm. me feel how brave and the sacrifices that they made for our country and my family. And that makes me yeah. want to be a better person. Yes. Right. So I just continually focus on the positive. I completely ignore, even though that sounds naive, all the negative things in life and just try to just make the best of it, you know? Yes. So what would you like for your legacy to be with your YouTube and everything that you're doing? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, You know, all said and done, you know, when I'm toes up in the daisies, well, it'll be probably prairie grass where I'm going, but you know Uh what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, hopefully they're just like, this was a really giving patient person that just wanted the best for anyone involved in his life, you know, whether it's a stranger, a fan, a family member, um, like we were just talking, I just want people to, to enjoy life and, and find their niche and what they're happy doing and do it. And if I can help coach that or, or be some sort of fundamental stone to get them to do that, I would be very happy. Yeah. Somebody asked, are you going to be doing Rocky mountain? race Race week week. yeah so that maybe maybe um we we of course have the independent chevelle um but it's it's not quite prepared for something like that however i have a feeling if i were to ask doug uh, who is uh, one of the owners of motion raceworks if i could use their mustang again i i think they would probably say yes so it comes down to our schedule and uh, what we already have booked and and uh, my wife Jessica to be honest does all of that for me because I 
I would be completely lost without that. So maybe we could sneak it in. I hope so. It was an awesome, fun time, and we met a lot of people. So fingers crossed we can do it again. So somebody asked, what about your Canadian fans? <laughs> They're <laughs> awesome. I love the Canadian fans. Um, I We grew up right by the Canadian border. Uh, in fact, my, my older brother and younger brother, when we, we would go out and hoot and holler and let our hair down, so to speak, we'd, I don't know why we'd always end up in Canada and uh, we had a fun game where you'd go into a truck stop or gas station and you're buying candy bars. You have no idea what they, what they are. (laughs) That's fun. So so you're feeling them, you're taking them and the attendants looking at us like, what are these people doing? You know, we're looking at labels and drinks and uh, no, but I, the Canadians are awesome. Again, some of the most kind people ever. And uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot of overwhelming support from Canada. And we hope to do, uh, when the world gets back to normal, hopefully soon, we hope to do some sort of uh, Canadian tour and, and go as far as we can, as long as we can across and, and meet as many people as we can. So somebody asked, what's your favorite cold snack? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, anything that's cold, but uh, I would say probably... PBR or Coors Light are kind of my two uh, go-to beverages right now, anyway. Yeah. And will you be doing? Will you be going to No Name Nationals, Nationals in, in September? September? I don't think so. Um, let me. I could check really fast. I guess. Let me look. <laughs> um, I I don't think so because I believe it interferes with Hot Rod Drag Week. I would have to. You're a busy uh, man. Yeah, we're we're booked all the way into January next year already. So wow. Oh wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's wild. So I, I don't think we can make it this year, but maybe it's something that we, you know, we'll we'll boop, put a pin up for <laughs> next year. We'll collab with Peg. Yeah. <laughs> Old Peg. <laughs> I would love to. Um, I would just have to find a way for him to uh relax on his vocabulary. If he's going to be on the Vice Grip channel, he's uh, ah, he's a okay. Canadian YouTuber, but he's he's uh, has also a different language, but it's a little bit abrasive for for younger fellers. But, oh, uh, understand. Oh, wow. Yes. So. Right. So, if you could say anything to your fans, what would you want to tell them? Uh, you know, just thank you for the overwhelming support. Um, we appreciate each and every single one of you. Uh, you know, again, we're just, we're blown away and overwhelmed that you guys love the content. We appreciate all of you and, and hopefully you can make it out to an event and we can meet you in person. So what's going on with the day with Derek? <laughs> so <clears throat> we, we've got all the gift cards out. We've made contact with the winner. He is in a Northeast state and I don't want to give away too much information because that takes uh, away okay, from the fun yeah. of the video, but we wanted to wait till the summer because the vehicle is actually really rare. We didn't want to drive it in snow or rain or anything like that. Right. Um, but we'll be hopefully uh, getting to that here in the next month or two. And then we'll follow really quickly with the video on that. Love that. Mm-hmm. So as we come to a close here, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do, whether it's a, being a YouTube person, um, working and restoring stuff? I mean, what, what advice would you give them? You know, um, I think, uh, you know, if it's a YouTube thing, you know, we've kind of talked about it a little bit today is, is just 
make absolutely sure that it's something you really like doing. Don't go pick genres or niches that are trendy just because you think they're going to get views or something like that. Do something you enjoy. Otherwise, you're going to burn yourself out. And then, you know, we also talked about just being yourself. Um, but if it's not YouTube, it's just make a plan and then stick to it. If you're going to go do something, do it 110%. You know, yeah, don't yeah. kind of try and then just fall back into a safety net. Um, for me, I just pushed all my chips in, said I'm out. And I didn't have an option back, so I had to make it work. Right? <laughs> Uh, so just, just plan, prepare, and then, and then execute, make it happen. You know, speaking of plans, what are your plans for the next five years? Hmm. Good question. Um, I get asked a lot, you know, things like, when are you going to get a TV show or, or when are you going to quit <laughs> YouTube or, right. um, if, and when, so one of my biggest goals is just to expand our, our reach because I want to reach more families and kids and, yeah. and just continue to grow this message. Um, so whether that's, you know, online platforms like Hulu or Netflix or something like that, maybe, um, you know, maybe someday TV, but in the end, I just want, you know, my fans to know that the YouTube channel will absolutely never for any reason go anywhere. Even if there are other endeavors to grow our reach. Um, you know, the YouTube will always be there. There'll always be regular content. Uh, but, but that's our big goal is just to, to grow and expand and um, just keep spreading the message in our word. Awesome. awesome let's yeah. look 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you, you've made it in your eyes. What do you hope that you never forget? Where I began day one. Um, it's, it's just, uh, no matter what we do, you know, as, as what, wherever you are in your life, you just always have to remember where you came from and the trials and tribulations and everything you did to get to where you're at and to not change. And I'm holding strong. And I hope that 15 years from now, I could say I'm the same exact person and I'll never forget the first day in the garage with that iPhone, like I was telling you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll have the same car. I hope I do. And we can go full circle and do something like that. But, that would but be yeah, that's, that's just it. It's just be humble, stay true, and never forget where you came from. Love that. So mm -hmm. as we end here, tell everybody, which most people probably know, oh, yes. how they can mm -hmm. find you. So Vice Grip Garage on YouTube, Vice Grip Garage on Facebook. And we just got on the Twitter machine. I don't know how to run it still. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's at Derek Beery, um, or you could just type Vice Grip Garage into uh, the Google machine. And uh, there's there's tons of content, different things that you can go watch and do and interact with. Love that. Love <laughs> you know, we really enjoyed having you on the show today. And we yes. look forward to down the road having you back for more updates. But yeah, I appreciate it. And thanks again for your time. And and I uh, had a lot of fun today. Same here. Oh, you were we a great guest. It. We enjoyed it. You have a great thanks day. Thanks so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks. See you guys. Bye.